Welcome to Love's Last Call with Evangelist Carol Ann of Agape Light Ministries. Please open your hearts to hear an anointed message that will encourage and empower you to walk in the love and light of God's Word. Beloved, we are in part three of War of the Kingdoms, the light versus the darkness. In the book of Genesis, chapter 1 and verse 3, we read the illuminating words of the Creator as He spoke into the darkened void of the world. Let there be light. The Hebrew word for light in that passage is aura. Its meaning holds within it everything pertaining to life, joy, and peace. For within its illuminating power is the very presence of God Himself. In John 8.12, we are granted sacred confirmation to this divine reality. For it is here that the living Word, who created everything that has been created, declared, I am the light of the world. He who follows me shall not walk in the darkness, but shall have the light of life. Within that glorious and divine light is everything that is holy, beautiful, and life-producing. The kingdom of God is permeated with its glory, for there the darkness has been banished forever. Only while the earth remains in its fallen condition is the darkness still hovering like a shroud of death. But one day, very soon, it will be completely swallowed up in the light of God's glory. And until that glorious moment arrives, the Lord has set a barrier between the light and the darkness. When we go back to the Genesis account, we learn in verses 4 to 6 that God divided the light from the darkness and called the light day and the darkness night. The Hebrew word for darkness in that passage is hoshek and means misery, destruction, death, sorrow, and wickedness. And while Lucifer appears as an angel of light, he and the kingdom he rules over is permeated with the darkest of darkness and every death-producing weapon which he employs to rob, kill, and destroy. The distinction between God's kingdom of light and Lucifer's kingdom of darkness must be recognized with Holy Spirit discernment in order to be kept alert to his demonic devices. Because Lucifer, who operates as Satan, meaning adversary, orchestrates his most masterful deceptions behind the veil of his counterfeited illumination that, unless tested, will and is even now deceiving the multitudes. That false light will boast of love and concern, but it is only a distortion and a masterful and artificial imitation of all that is true in God. In John 14.30, the words of Jesus are recorded as he was preparing to go to the cross in blood atonement sacrifice for all who would believe in him. I will not speak much more with you, for the ruler of the world is coming, and he has nothing in me. Here, Lord Jesus makes certain that it is Lucifer who has been given temporary authority over the systems of the world. This transference of stewardship was ratified when Adam and Eve sinned against their Creator and relinquished their God-bestowed rulership over the earth to the serpent. And in Luke 4, 6, Lucifer acknowledges this hijacked rulership when tempting Jesus in the wilderness. And the devil said to him, 
I will give you all this domain and its glory, for it has been handed over to me, and I give it to whomever I want. Although Lucifer was unsuccessful in luring the living word into his trap of pride and lust, for he holds no power whatsoever over the Lord God Almighty. He has been extremely successful in enticing his many agents of darkness into serving him in his blasphemous agenda, as recorded in Isaiah fourteen thirteen to 14 and which we have covered previously. And that is to usurp the creator of the universe and to rule in his stead. We must never forget that Lucifer is fiercely determined in this demonic mindset and plan, and as global events take shape more cohesively as each day passes. We are truly witnessing the fabric of his kingdom being woven into the tapestry of what will eventually become the finalized global empire of the Antichrist. We've covered some of the major components to this universal effort, but a review might be beneficial, especially in light of the many lies and distractions that are being propagated in order to beguile us into either not noticing, not believing, or just ignoring how very real they are, and that they are changing forever the world as we now know it. In a Rapture Forms commentary entitled, A Satanic Rampage, we are given thought-provoking information regarding this very real Luciferian agenda, where they write, The Bible clearly teaches that a satanic kingdom will rule over the entire earth in the future. It will come into full power after the rapture, and it will be ruthless, causing multitudes to perish. And in light of this prophetic truth, it is common knowledge that a document titled Transforming Our World, the 2030 Agenda for Sustainable Development was unanimously approved by the UN on September 25, 2015. The preamble of the document calls it a new universal agenda. Simply put, this already approved document calls for a world economic system, a world government, and a world religion to be fully established by 2030. Its preamble states that all countries and stakeholders acting in a collaborative partnership will, not may, but will implement this plan. One government official said that not a single human being will be allowed to escape this next great leap forward. And UN Secretary General Ban Ki-moon called it the start of a new era, while adding the false platitude that the world is about to realize the dream of world peace and a dignity for all. However, as those words reverberate, the Bible decrees that when they are saying peace and safety, then sudden destruction will come upon them, with prophetic reference to the Great Tribulation. On January 1, 2016, it was reported that the United Nations document for creating a world economic system, a world government, and a world religion by 2030 is now in effect, and everyone should expect all of the nations to make a strong push to bring it to pass. On March 10, 2016, it was reported that the UN has released a master plan called POST 2015 Sustainable Development Goals. According to the so-called master plan, every government, 
is now required to promote the UN Sustainable Development Goals. These goals include wealth redistribution, population control and reduction, government control of all production, a reduction in the consumption of goods, the use of fewer and smaller vehicles, the use of less heating and cooling at home and at work, the construction and location of smaller houses and apartments, land confiscation, land use restrictions, and much more. The master plan goals will lead to the loss of freedom, new building codes, and new zoning laws to control the size and location of buildings and communities, artificial shortages to control consumption, new taxes to redistribute wealth, new monitoring systems to reduce the use of energy, new surveillance systems to monitor compliance, and sinister threats of penalties and incarceration to force compliance. And it is important to understand that this master plan is not what the UN wants to accomplish in the next 50 to 70 years. It is what the UN has purposed to accomplish in the next nine years. We know that God is in control, and he is not bound by the UN goals or the underlying influence of Satan. God can speed up the UN agenda, slow the UN agenda down, or change the UN agenda in any way he wants. But if he allows the UN to have its way, as his prophetic timeline unfolds, leading to the Antichrist, the Great Tribulation, and the triumphant return of Jesus, then the world is truly on the brink of a satanic rampage. In another Rapture Forms commentary entitled, The Conditioning for America for the New World Order, they expound on this Antichrist endeavor, where they write, It is no longer a secret that the elite of this world want to eliminate national sovereignty in favor of a new world order, and to replace it with a worldwide governing authority. The United Nations recently launched a webpage titled, Let's Take Our Planet Back. And although the UN's objective to establish a worldwide government has long been visible through its Agenda 2030 goals, this website represents a more blatant unveiling of its intent to create a Marxist New World Order. Much of what we saw in 2020 represented a concerted effort by these elite globalists to prepare the people in the United States and the world to accept the authority of the coming New World Order. And the radical left and media have, among many other falsehoods, succeeded in convincing many Americans that only a New World Order can protect you from disease. It is amazing how the left has used the media to create a psyche of fear in the wake of COVID-19. It is true that the coronavirus has caused much suffering. However, the evidence does not support the shutting down of economies and the widespread panic that has resulted from it. But in spite of this, media and left-leaning politicians have convinced most of us that we are incapable of deciding the risks inherent in public gatherings. But you might ask, how does this all relate to the New World Order? The answer lies in the third goal of the UN's Agenda 2030, which states that the mission of this worldwide government will be to ensure healthy lives and promote well-being for all at all ages. 
In other words, at some point, and even to a great extent right now, we are going to be required to turn over all responsibility of our own health to this global government. Hints of this universal control are already being given in green passes showing you have been vaccinated against COVID in order to be granted travel allowances and other social privileges, along with mask mandates and social distancing requirements. And this is where we'll have to pause for now, beloved, but we have much more to cover, so I hope you'll join me next time. Until then, please keep your eyes fixed on Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith. Be ready, in season and out of season, for the time truly is short. Keep praising him in all things, for truly he is worthy. And know that he will never leave or forsake us, for he has promised to keep us in all things. And until next time, beloved, as always, I bid you his agape. You've been listening to Love's Last Call with Evangelist Carol Ann of Agape Light Ministries. If you have a prayer request, please contact us at Agape Light Ministries, P.O. Box 6313, Chesterfield, Missouri, 63006, or via our website at www.agapelightministries.com. Again, that's www.agapelightministries.com.